You're listening to Before the Fern Dies with Ashlyn and Wendy. We are coming to you from two corners of the U.S., sunny San Diego and stormy Seattle. We may be a thousand miles apart now, but we started off under one roof as college roommates. Unlike the crispy fern that we killed in that old apartment, we are determined to keep this shit alive. And by this shit, we mean our friendship. So join us every week as we explore the weird, the witchy, and whatever else we can fit in before the fern dies. Somehow, our last episode of Before the Fern Dies went from a farewell to spring to more of a lament about summer. With the temperature already starting to rise way back in May, it was like we couldn't help but let our angst about summer spill out all over the conversation. Turns out there's a name for that. SAD, as in S-A-D, SAD. We're not kidding. SAD stands for Seasonal Affective Disorder, or as it's more commonly known, Seasonal Depression. The Mayo Clinic defines SAD as, quote, a type of depression that's related to changes in the seasons. SAD begins and ends at about the same time every year. The Mayo Clinic goes on. If you're like most people, your symptoms start in the fall and continue into the winter months, sapping your energy and making you feel moody. Less often, SAD causes depression in the spring and early summer, end quote. Symptoms can include feeling depressed all day, every day. That's really more or less how they put it. Loss of interest in activities that usually excite you, sleeping problems, feelings of hopelessness, and all of your depression, anxiety, classics. So the question is this, what are a couple of cold, sad girls to do with a whole lot of hot girl summer still ahead of us? To kick off season four of Before the Fern Dies, let's unpack our summertime sadness. Bow, 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 bow. Welcome! Ah, bow, bow, bow. Bow, bow. <laughs> Season four! <laughs> Here we are! That sound is like really hard to make, actually. Never tried it before. That, are you. What the? Beep, beep, beep. Yeah, well, like the. You know, like at a. Uh, I don't know. Ugh. A basketball game they do like that horn a sporting event sound yeah is that what you were doing yes okay i got it from you but i was struggling it was with that it was just so funny hearing you refer to it as like a basketball sound because i just i completely associate that with tiktok now. <laughs> <laughs> wow i mean i'm surprised so i associated it with basketball because i don't watch sports or basketball but I know. I was amazed. I don't know how that came out. You athlete, you. (laughs) Anyways. Uh, Anyways, here we are. Season four. This is our summer season. And as you may have gathered from our last episode uh, a few weeks back, a few months back, a while back. Yeah. um, Yeah. As you may have gathered from there and also from our intro, summertime, not to say that we have a least favorite season, but this is uh, yeah but if we did have one (laughs) this could be it that's a little bit what we're saying i think yes not to not to diss miss summer but she really needs to try harder to (laughs) better to win our hearts (laughs) to win our hearts um but basically in this episode we're gonna unpack 
kind of what we started to touch on in the last episode, which is that I don't think you or I realized how deep our summertime sadness goes. And then it all just kind of spilled out when we talked yeah. that one day. Yeah. And yeah, we've never somehow never have talked about this before. So I think it's, of course, a good place to do it on a podcast. Absolutely. So man, jumping right into this new season and into the conversation. Um, I did listen back and we did get into quite a few reasons of, you know, starting to unpack this about why is summer for various reasons kind of hard for both of us. Um, So to recap for us and for all of you, first and most obvious reason, it's too damn hot. It just, it's, it's a bad time for everyone. Um, Next, having your body on display as is kind of the call of summer can be hard um expectations are set too high as in you know i think we kind of talked Mm. about how from childhood there's this pressure to have like the perfect idyllic phineas and ferb summer because you (laughs) only have so long before school starts again you brought up the interesting point of summer making you feel kind of insignificant like oh the world is so beautiful everything's kind of coming to life after spring but my innards are not as beautiful (laughs) Mm -hmm. and then i added kind of makes you feel like quote a black hole sucking all the fun (laughs) out of summer um and i think yeah overall we kind of just had this feeling of summer is this like fun bright time and then it just adds this snowball of frustration of like why can't we accept the sunshine Mm -hmm. type of deal Mm -hmm. yeah so that was more or less what we talked about and so my question for you madame the first of the season is basically do those reasons still ring true for you and you know since we last talked have you thought of anything more that you want to add um yes i feel the same about all those things (laughs) and um they are proving to be true as the summer goes on (laughs) so at least i can confidently say summer sucks just as bad as it always did all right (laughs) (laughs) all of your our bleak expectations have been met is what i'm hearing precisely i mean what does it what about you i i would say more or less yeah it's I think everything that we unearthed, I believe, was the word we used a lot and we'll probably use some more. Um, A lot of what we unearthed, like, definitely still rings true for me. And I don't know. I, like, I don't want to put the cart before the horse here, (laughs) but because I feel like we're going to talk about this later in the season, uh, spoiler, is um, I think another layer to all of this is that I think my eco anxiety is the highest all oh, summer. Yeah, I have um I have things I'm waiting to say about that for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so we won't we won't dive too deep into that today, but yeah, I think it's just it feels like more and more every year we're hearing like all these catastrophic headlines of I think in Portland it hit 115 degrees a few days ago. Well, and Okay. And let me, well, that's your area. Yeah, let so me hold I'll let you up. Speak on that. <laughs> I am in the Seattle area and we had I was reading the Seattle Times and it did in fact mention that over this past weekend, 
um, Seattle had record-breaking temperatures since uh, temperatures were first recorded starting in 1945, and it has never been this hot consecutively in Seattle as far as we know. And um, we hit, I think, a hundred and um, tw- or hundred and eight. I think it got to on Monday. Jeez, and that is atrocious. There were deaths. People are dying. People are going to the hospital. Um, the park down the street that I was going to, someone like literally died. Um, oh my god! And I re- like we were passing the ambulance as it was coming, pulling up. It was really weird. Anyways, Whoa. Um, really crazy, unprecedented times, and I just was pissed the whole time. It is so upsetting, mostly because it just is a striking example of climate change, and it, it's just, and you know, Seattle like doesn't have, most people, or a lot of people don't have air conditioning. Uh, restaurants and bars were closing down literally because of the heat wave like we don't have that we're not equipped for it and um, it just fucking sucks and yeah Portland um, also had some record breaking heat and yeah I think you're right it was like 115 it's just insane yeah and it's just again it's you know I think we're like you and I are at an age like in our early 20s where it's kind of like oh, our brains have only been turned on for so long. Yeah. <laughs> so it it's anyone's guess how accurate this is. But I don't know. I can't help but feel that it's so apparent that it's getting worse and worse every year. Yeah. And it just feels like in the summertime is when it's just all the more in your face that, fuck, like, this is really happening at an exponential rate. Mm-hmm. And, and it still feels like no one gives a shit. Like, when I say no one, that's, like, very dismissive of all of, like, the important and great Mm -hmm. environmental work that lots of people are doing. But I don't know. It's just in the day-to-day, I'm kind of like, who, who is, people are not panicking. No, I know. (laughs) And, um, yeah. Not panicking hard enough. Jeez. Yeah. Um, wow. Wow. Here we were saying we weren't going to dive too deep into that, but. It's inevitable. You just can't not say it. It's just so apparent. And, you know, if this is, like, any kind of example of it even further, I just have to say that, you know, here, most of the parks have water in them, or there's, like, it's either around a lake or whatever. Um, So Mm -hmm. everybody was flocking to those areas. You could not find parking. It was atrocious. It It was just a bad situation. I was able to get into the lake once during the heat wave, um, yeah. Which was great. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm in Lake Washington. Like, it feels so good. This is the first time I've even been in the lake, so it was a little bit exciting. And then come to find there's like dead fish floating around me, and I'm just thinking <gasps> oh my like, God, fuck. <laughs> there's like I three of them like passed me by. Three dead fish, and oh, it's just like you know, it's it's probably because of all the fucking sunscreen we're putting into the water, all the chemically shitty sunscreen it's just oh it's so frustrating and yeah. i just can't escape climate change right in my face all the time yeah but especially <laughs> now the heat is literally turned up but so i would i 
I don't know how to like follow up on that. <laughs> like that's that's among all of the other, you know, varying kind of like psychological reasons of why I think we're going to like self-diagnosing is not the look, but like let's self-diagnose <laughs> ourselves with seasonal depression yeah. re- in reverse. Um but to bring it a little bit more down a notch <laughs> what a, what a way to begin um i wanted to ask like how does what does your summertime <laughs> sadness how does it kind of affect you personally like what what does it change for you how do you have to work around it like just how does it affect you overall when this time of year rolls around well you know as i think we've talked about in the past like i struggle with depression in general year round and um this just exacerbates all the symptoms it's like instead of it being like so cold and gloomy it's just so fucking hot and draining that i it's hard for i just sleep all day like um Mm -hmm. during this past weekend with those temperatures i literally slept all day and i just like it's my only sense of relief so i would say Mm. that it's not the healthiest place for me to be in. I, I just don't even want to go outside. Um, and I, I would say that's that's the biggest effect. It's just like extra depressed. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I want to jump in there because, um, you know, when I was doing the research and kind of like looking up the symptom, the actual measurable symptoms of seasonal depression, it's so hot that it makes it hard to sleep. So you're not at your highest functioning. It makes you moodier. It's that snowball effect of angst throughout the day. Mm-hmm. And, and next thing you know, you're just hot and bothered. <laughs> like, yeah. it's all a mess. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm trying, I'm looking at the list of symptoms too. And I feel like, yeah, it all, it all really rings true <laughs> as far as how this kind of like affects everything. But um. The one thing that I I would add, and I did kind of touch on it in our spring, ending spring episode, um, I would say it's like, I do find myself kind of limiting the experiences that I get to have in the summer Mm. because of like just different sort of anxieties and, Mm -hmm. you know, insecurities that happen, like mostly because it's like, you know, hot girl summer. It's like you... Are you're going to the beach, you're going swimming and stuff, you have to be in a swimsuit. Like, I find myself kind of, like, limiting the fun I have based on, like, that type of stuff. Like, oh, fuck, am I going to have to, like, shave my pubes, show my my fupa to the world? (laughs) Like, it... It's good to it's good to laugh about it, you know, but it but no. when you look at like how those moments pile up of like, oh, I that's that's a a day and a memory that I won't have mm-hmm. because I like because the, just the the call of summer just caused me to like freak out yeah. basically, which depresses you even more because you're just yes. like missing out on all of it and um it goes back to that point about like having this perfect eventful summer now that you have all this free time and the sun's out yeah and you have all your friends it's like it that's a great point because I too feel I would say I mean I've always yeah I the bathing suit thing yes but 
even like my regular clothes, I don't dress in summer clothes. I don't wear spaghetti straps. I don't wear shorts. I don't, Mm. I literally don't have clothes for this type of weather in any sense. And when I'm forced to wear, like when it's a hundred degrees outside and I have to wear something that's not, you know, pants and a cardigan or whatever, um, Mm -hmm. I feel the most insecure. Like I'm not getting to, I'm not wearing the things that I feel most comfortable in or wearing the things that I feel like I look good in. And so I'm just a whole shit show of like, of insecurities of just like, I, yeah. I just hate it all. And that further pushes me into solitude of just not even wanting to get dressed because I don't like yeah. anything that I'm wearing. And if, yeah, and the bathing suit thing. I don't even have a bathing suit. <laughs> so, uh, uh, yeah. It's like this. the solitude, I think, is an important word because, you know, it's not so much the, even though it is all about the physical discomfort and like, you know, that that very much is at play it is the feeling of isolation and like otherness from other people or perceived otherness from other people because it's like you know the feeling is like why can't i just be chill about this like everyone else around me who's to say how other people feel we can't know that of course if anything you know i bet so many people struggle with this but it's like it is the feeling of I am the only one who's having a hard time. I think also, you know, e- even in that Mayo Clinic definition, they're like, it is it is less common to like feel this way in the summer sure, and in the warmer months. And that almost feels like isolating in itself yes. already right. to being kind of like, there is like this sort of lizard brain feeling of wanting to be like everybody else and so there is like this little voice in the back of your head that goes like oh well why why am i feeling this way now nobody else is right like why do i have to be this unhappy about everything yeah um and it it does it feels most apparent with like like when i was in the lake the one time over the weekend i was standing there in my non-bathing suit and i was in the water just like standing there and I just saw these like <laughs> groups of friends who were just like diving into the water and playing music and like drinking and laughing and all this stuff and I'm like standing there in my sports bra just like <laughs> miserable and it <sighs> does feel extremely isolating was was it always like that for you? Like, what was summer like for you as a kid, for example? Unfortunately, yeah. It's always been this mm. way for me. I cannot remember a time where I actually enjoyed a summer. Um, the other part of that was just, like, my home and family life. I didn't, you know, necessarily want to be at home 24-7 over a summer. Um, right. And I really didn't have much of an opportunity to be with friends um, because of my circumstances. And it was just super miserable. And I'm from Southern California, so it was always really fucking hot. I had always had body issues, so I always hated wearing bathing suits. Um, 
and I hated like my mom some summers would put me into like this daycare summer camp because she didn't want me just sitting at home sure and I just I wanted to die I hated it so much it makes me just like cringe at the thought of you know applying sunscreen three times a day and like eating my Cheez-Its and having to be outside (laughs) while people played kickball and shit and they just didn't I couldn't even enter that realm of people when you said kick when you said kickball I just like (laughs) felt the hot dust in the air of the kickball field like in elementary school yeah like yeah Yeah, Man. not a fun, never was a fun time for me. And my birthday's in the, my birthday's this weekend. Um, it is. And I just, I never, <laughs> I've, just, I've had too many traumatizing things happen on my birthday. So it's just all around bad, man. And I have yeah. to be honest, like, it's just always sucked. And I think it adds to the dread of summer for me, you know, like it Yeah. further just, it brings up those memories. Yeah, man, birthday dread is like another layer to add on to that as right? well. And yeah. mine's right before the 4th of July, which is depressing in itself. I hate fireworks. Yeah. I hate what it stands for. It just it keeps getting worse. Uh, uh, is it also all around bad for you? I mean, what's your what's your young summer look like? You know, it's like God, I hate to kind of jump in with it after, you know, you shared your experience because I think I kind of had an opposite one where Mm. I really, like, looking back on it, I did kind of have some pretty idyllic summers, like, when I was a kid. Mm. Um, And so, you know, in my memory, it was kind of like a switch that flipped at some point. Mm. Um, You know, it's like, because growing up, it's like, you know, it was my mom driving us around to, like, the beach and the movies and, like, museums. I remember there was one summer where she took us to, like, all of the the free uh, Balboa Park Museum days. Like, um, they do that in the summer right, in San Diego. Right. Yeah. And then I just remember, like, wow, actually a lot of these, like, <laughs> center around my mom now that I think about hmm. it. But I just remember, like floating in the pool in the backyard and she walks out with like a vanilla waffle cone Damn. that she scooped for us wow. and just hands it to it. like it, yeah while you're lounging in the pool while you're lounging in the pool yeah it's um and then like having friends over to like it was like a lot of like pool beach like yeah i you know swimming has been a big part of my life like i ended up swimming in high school and like everything too and so it's like that started pretty early on for me and yeah actually it's like this is like talking to you is kind of the the second experience that I had where um you know I was kind of like rehashing some of these same memories with um my friend Ava and then uh my brother who she was dating at the time like Eric and I were just kind of going like wow yeah like summer like wow when we were kids amazing and she was like what the hell like (laughs) it's wild like knowing that other people have that experience and you know so I think part of what's adding like kind of a sad twinge to summer for me now is like you know realizing only in hindsight like what a privilege my childhood was Mm -hmm. at the time and you know it's 
I, I don't even want to say that it's like I have sadness over it. Like I, I have gratitude for it mostly, mm-hmm. but it is just kind of like, it is just one of those sobering things you realize when you're an adult. Um, yeah. And so that's kind of the, the background association that I have for it. There was always like, you know, some layer of like, you know, body image things yeah. like was always was always flavoring a lot of those experiences for me. Um, and it definitely got more intense as I got older. Um, yeah. But but it was pretty good. I think the switch that really flipped for me is like, you know, wow, I'm sorry. I'm just like making these connections as I'm telling you about it. <laughs> That's but it's great. like Yeah. It's like, I think because when I think of what was so good about summer when I was a kid, it's like about family for me. Mm, like, mm-hmm. you know. Me, my parents and my brothers like all of us being together like in the house we grew up in with the pool in the backyard and like you know everything about it was just so sweet you know yeah. and then like I think that when the switch really flipped for me was kind of like when I graduated high school and like went to like college started because it was like around that that was like one of the most tumultuous times in my life mm-hmm. where there was just a lot of family beef happening where we were really like splintering as a unit Mm -hmm. um and then also just like so many of my friends moving away for college and like you know different shifts in life that happened at that time and so yeah i think that's the 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 light that kind of dimmed around summer and then it all just kind of you know tumbled from there because it's like you know at a certain point summer's just the three hottest months of the year and nothing really changes you're still working through it like the the routine of life isn't broken up so much the way it is when you're like a kid in school for example yeah um, right yeah and so it's like i think that's where the the romance was kind of lost and then everything just kind of like grew and shifted mm. and amplified from there well so interestingly i now that you mentioned it, I do feel like my summers since I've gotten older have progressively gotten better. <laughs> like not That's great. Yeah, I think uh, yeah, it's complicated, but yeah, I do feel like opposite from you it went from bad to good. Yeah, I think it's it's I would imagine like that you know, gaining some independence as an adult kind of shifted things for you. Yeah, that's, and that was, like, the main thing. Um, It's about the same time of, like, when I moved away to college, I started, you know, enjoying summers a little bit more, and I have some good experiences during summers. Um, It's obviously all these things still resonate for me and it's a struggle, but just hearing you talk about that, just, you know, I have to acknowledge and be grateful for the fact that like i'm not in that situation anymore um Mm. and so yeah yeah i mean the reality of it is that it's not it's not all bad or all good yeah like yeah some things deplete over time some things get better but yeah do be hot though (laughs) (laughs) and point just in, in case you forgot audience uh when he and i are the most heat intolerant people ever and talk about oh my god a raging (laughs) bitch fest (laughs) oh just like get me out of here like okay (laughs) this is like a grim like tangent but (laughs) 
I feel like wasn't that a poem or something? It's like some say the world went in fire, some oh, say in ice. Robert or Frost. Do you want me? I know yeah, the poem well, by that heart. makes freaking sense. I haven't watched the intro to Twilight in a while, so oh. please regale me. <clears throat> some say the world will end in fire. Some say in ice. From what I've tasted of desire, I hold with those who favor fire. But if I had to perish twice, I think I know enough of hate to say that for destruction, ice is also great and would suffice. Sheesh. Okay. And That's exactly what I was looking by for. the way, I did not learn that from Twilight. In middle school, I had to memorize a poem and I chose that one. Um... And I somehow still remember it from then. I mean, it was definitely, <laughs> uh, what's the word? God damn it. I can't ever think of words. <laughs> I don't know. I think that's like a hot girl poem. Like when you're like at that age, you know, it's like you pick that poem. You're like, I'm, I'm quirky and cool, you know? Yep. And that's Amazing. all I wanted to be. So. And here you are. Yeah. A hot, oh. a cold girl in a hot season. <laughs> anyway, thank you for the recitation. Did not expect that to happen yeah, today. There you go. But, but basically, I was just gonna say, yeah, I like, I feel like I could not think of a worse way to die than in the goddamn heat. <laughs> like some people, <laughs> you know. Like, do you remember that question of like, would you rather die by fire or like freezing to death? Oh my god! I, like, it's obvious. I feel like I was, like, burned at the stake in a past life. Maybe that's the problem. You're right. That would make a lot of sense. Yo. Yeah. Yo. I I don't know what I was trying to say with all that. But anyway, it's really hot. (laughs) Let's go into the next question. Let's go. Okay. Um, I think this has been a big, big old hate fest for summer. So. Yeah. Let's, let's now put the old spin on it. Yeah. And I'm going to remind you of a glorious extended metaphor that we spun in the Farewell to Spring episode. You definitely get credit for that one, and it's my favorite. (laughs) Well, well, thanks. Well, thanks. It's always a group effort here at BTFD. (laughs) But um, somehow we we got to the idea that, like, okay, spring going into summer, we have our garden of life, and we planted some flowers, and we had big, grand expectations for spring— and then some little guys got in the soil, some <laughs> aphids, some creepy collards, some aphids, some isopods, yes. some bad things got in the soil, ate up our flowers, and we decided it was the universe telling us we needed to like plant some root veg, some potatoes, like something that would actually sustain us. So make of that what you will everyone listening at home (laughs) but i have two questions for you now to kind of help us hopefully (laughs) hopefully guide onward and upward as the summer goes on but okay what do you think are the critters that you need to unearth this summer so what are kind of the the insecurities the challenges like the the summertime sadnesses that you need to Mm -hmm. face Mm -hmm. And then question two is, what are the potatoes you want to grow? <laughs> so what do you want to cultivate to get you through summer mm-hmm. and, like, set you up nice for the fall and winter? Mm. Yes. Um, well, I guess critter-wise, I would say 
things that I've I've been struggling with currently um, and during this particular summer. I think self-loathing, self-sabotaging, self-degrading, uh, mm. all that kind of you know self-inflicting harm thing needs to go. <laughs> yeah, I think we kind of talked about that in our last conversation too of like realizing that it's like oh how much are we standing in our own way yeah yeah and so i think finding a new awareness of that and you know working on that would be a huge step forward um i think another one for me would be uh the feeling of resentment i think i'm holding on to Mm. a lot of um I'm resenting a lot of things in my life. Um, And it's just not really necessary. Um, And I think... How do I want to say this? I think, like, the fear or maybe the anxiety of, like, a loss of control in my life. So... Mm. Um... A lot of times that is expressed through, like, little tasks, you know, that I boss people around about or, like, I want something done a very specific way or, like, I'm just struggling for some sort of control and I think it's it stems from the anxiety of having, like, a lack of control. Um, and even on the greater scale of, like, the climate change issue and the race issues that are happening currently, it's like, it just feels so out of control and it's scary and I don't know what to do about it. And so I have the desire to just stop feeling just depressed about it and start actually doing something about it, you know, Mm. if these things- Where you can. Yeah, where I can and, and being okay with what it is I can do basically. Mm-hmm. Um, the rehab classic, like yeah, yeah. Accept the things, things I cannot yeah, change. I cannot change. <laughs> uh, the serenity prayer. That's that's, that's what it it. Is. Look at you th- remembering the names. Of well, things I for know us. my AA <laughs> material. <laughs> um, anyways, um, yeah, I I think those are like some main points for me currently. Um, the little mm-hmm. bugs that have gotten into my soil. Um, but I'm ready to plant some big honking potatoes. Ooh, what are, what are those and for you? I'm going, I'm doing red potatoes. I'm doing russet. Yeah. I'm going gold. I Hell want, yeah. I want a myriad of potato kinds, kinds of potatoes, such as <clears throat> finding, um, an acceptance like I guess I would say of things so kind of like the antidote to the resentment or anxiety Mm. I'm feeling about things or even about myself um and just like an acceptance born out of love you know finding Mm. finding more to love instead of hate and accepting things um as such <laughs> i always like i, I think... start strong and then it <laughs> trails off into shit but that's okay i'm accepting 
that. Yes, you and are. And I'm not going to self-deprecate. Okay. Moving on, um, I would add the potato of finding a desire to change, I guess. Like, working on change within myself, but also creating change out in the world. And, like, I feel like, maybe not desire, but the true motivation to do that. Because I think I have the desire, but really finding the motivation to do so um yeah i'll just leave it at that um and i've had this newfound interest in like digging into like my cultural roots yeah (laughs) and i think that would be a really nice thing to plant and cultivate this summer um yeah because i think i'm lacking some of that like connectedness and I feel this draw towards connecting like with my heritage and such um Mm -hmm. and so that is exciting to me and I think um it's something I really want to work towards um yeah that's a huge one yeah because like is there you know is there a particular part (sighs) of your identity that you feel like you know particularly disconnected from that you'd like to explore well, yeah, I think um, I was always ashamed of my the two cultures that I'm a part of. Like, I'm half Mexican, half Armenian, and I felt a lot of shame around those for different reasons. And I think people also shamed me for them for different reasons. Right. And I felt like I didn't want any part of that. You know, it's kind of like the typical story. I just, like, rejected my cultures out of you know survival yeah um and I never felt really the desire to to do that and I I felt like a lot of again it's like that hate towards it and like the self-loathing and all that crap um and internalized crap internalized crap and so um I I don't know what change necessarily I would have to like dig into that but more importantly it's becoming a thing for me now and I'm really starting to yeah. open up to those cultures um and I want to learn um more just a whole just everything like the history the traditions the uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on it okay <laughs> well I have one assignment for you yes. one goofy little assignment um, you need to come up with an Armenian potato dish and a Mexican potato dish and learn how to make those. Oh my god. You're just you're just full of greatness, Wendy. Shock full of great ideas. I'll try to I'll try to come up with a Vietnamese potato dish because Amazing. <laughs> Definitely. Identity I really... reclamation wow. is the vibe. <laughs> wow. Fantastic. Yeah. I think those are great potatoes. Yeah, like, thanks. Seriously, all of them. They're, they're a lot to tackle in a summer. Yes. But if you can just get those potatoes in the ground, I think that you'd be like, exactly. you'd be golden. That's the goal here. Yukon golden. <laughs> potatoes. <laughs> oh, God. Well. <laughs> I think it's your turn, my dear friend. Okay. 
let me let me think of okay what are what are my critters um okay i think let me actually let me think about this wow i like wrote the, this question and i didn't even like think <gasps> of my answer to it damn um okay well here's a here's a critter i imagine there's like a little like critter probably an earwig or a roach okay i'm sorry first of all let me like just say this thing like i feel like if i look at all the omens that have been sent to me by the universe lately i've been getting so many fucking roaches dude like dude. i just i see them everywhere like wow <laughs> they're like i like this never happened to me before but like there, I've never seen like bugs in my apartment or anything, but there was like the space of like a couple weeks where I just like saw like three roaches. Oh my god! And it was really distressing. I do not like bugs, and then I like see them all over town. It's like wild. Um, but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I imagine this little roach-shaped critter in my garden. Wait, and wait, it- that's fun. You're naming your critters. Like I, I didn't. Yeah. Wow. I'm a little bit upset. I didn't also come up with that but just like do some do some visualizing yeah. as i tell you about mine yeah. and then I, we can revisit if any images it. come to you got it okay so a roach shaped guy <laughs> is like biting the roots of my <laughs> plants and it's like a numbing agent i <laughs> wow all of this to say <laughs> i like have to spin these like big images to give myself time to think about i love that about you <laughs> wonderful it's my favorite glad your game um but yeah, I, I think all of this to say that I look back on the last few months of my life and especially the lead up of like spring and summer. And, you know, there's been some like really big changes. There's been like some bad, some good, like I've kind of touched on them over the life of our podcast. But I think through all of it, like kind of numbing myself to a lot of experiences has been kind of a theme mm. like I don't want to feel the hardness of this and so I'm just going to kind of check out or like and then you know I think just with that special special anxiety depression like chemical cocktail in my brain yeah. it's just like feeling happiness is kind of hard for me sometimes and so on both ends I feel like I've just been kind of like closing myself off to experiencing life yeah (laughs) the last few months um so that's a little that's a little guy my little novocaine Mm -hmm. roach that i need to kind of like gently rehome in a very vegan way okay that's really cute actually you always make it sound like really cute (laughs) i'm trying okay like i'm trying to like find the cuteness in bugs (laughs) yeah this is another little theme that maybe that's a potato is that i need to grow is like appreciating oh, I, all yeah, creatures yeah i um, i'm definitely in the bug game i really enjoy it go- yeah i mean i still get scared and weird about bugs especially flying insects which is not Whew. my thing but yeah i've definitely found a new love and respect for them side note okay okay go on i'm i'm trying to get where you are then and yeah okay um but in all seriousness that's one critter um another critter i would say is like you know i i think this is this honestly is like the big summer thing for me and also just like the big life thing is just feeling like the way that my body looks and how i feel in my body like feeling like that yeah closes me off from other people and feeling like that limits my experiences and blah 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 blah. 
a lot of it is I recognize is like all about my attitude mm-hmm. around it. Mm-hmm. Like, but the little the little bug. <laughs> what does this bug look like? <laughs> oh, this is like a crawly one. This is like an earwig or a centipede. Ew. The little centipede that wraps itself oh, around shit. my person around my roots and says you're so ugly like get out of this picture like yeah i want to like i don't want to like gently rehome that bug i want to like cut that bug in half like let's burn it alive yeah so because yeah i like that like is a big thing for me like in these this time of year yep um it's like yeah i've kind of like I've, that's like two tiered for me like lately I, I was thinking about this because i just like went on a trip to yosemite with scott my now husband <laughs> crazy times um but it's like yeah we like had a wonderful time frolicking in the mountains of yosemite and he loves taking pictures like he is you know that guy um <laughs> and so he was like whipping out the camera all the time and i like hop skirt dive rolled like out of the frame like whenever I could (laughs) and so it's not just like it's one thing to like you know be able to like enjoy the present of your experiences and kind of like get over that hurdle of this whole thing but then like I feel like it's kind of like you know cutting off my access to like wanting to like be remembered Mm. that's that's kind of like a lot Mm. but like you know not wanting to be in photos like not wanting to like you know be seen i guess anyway that's that's yeah. a big old bug Definitely. that's a lot like this bug has a lot of legs those are oh, some of them wow with the centipede so thing oh like, you're it's yeah. just it's all flowing it's all coming together all right wow let's flow into the potatoes though because i would i would say those are like the my two main okay critters. it's kind of like yeah like be like i want to get rid of the critters that make me not want to be present yeah so i think is kind of like the theme and because yeah i think i think as as delicious as it feels to like hate on summer <laughs> yeah she really didn't do all that much to no. me i just gotta <laughs> i gotta give her a chance <laughs> um so then then the potatoes that i'd like to grow um i want to i want to like plant like replant the potatoes of like my childhood i guess oh <laughs> like yeah thinking of like okay. all those like all that fun like even just like rehashing it with all of you i was like damn damn i really loved summer at one point yeah um yeah and so i think that's like that has like a lot of like deeper implications but like um yeah like just i want to plant fun potatoes <laughs> like potatoes that make me go wow this tastes like summer in a really nice and delightful way like i don't know like i feel like actually i did kind of like have some experiences last summer finally of like trying to go to the beach more and like skateboard around the lake with my brother and like do things that make me feel like childlike and alive like those are potatoes i want to grow sure um yeah and then also what else I'm gonna grow like hot potatoes. Like I just want to like be like you know Wendy, like a hot shut ass up. potato. Yeah, you're a hot like ass. Like a potato. baked potato. Like, hell yeah! Like I want to. <laughs> I want to be a baked potato. <laughs> this summer. dude, you can get so baked, so baked. <laughs> but like, yeah, I don't know. 
like that's a weird thing for me to like say i feel kind of like oh i want to retract that like that sounds stupid but it's like no you're hot fucking potato dude, dude take up space take up your hot potato space yeah hell yeah i want you you're a hot potato you're like one of the hottest potatoes i know what Schlin. yeah dwin <laughs> please <laughs> Oh well, uh, I, we've got some some juicy stuff happening. We've got some yeah. We got critters to kill, potatoes to plant. Yeah, I think I I think I've got maybe some critter images. Really okay, hell yeah. Okay, so I think send us okay. off with them. I think the whole resentment, letting go of some resentment stuff. I see that as like a like a potato bug that's flying around and big Ooh. and fat and just everyone. No one likes potato bugs. Get out oh, of here. Let me, I'm Googling what a potato bug looks like. Because, like, is that a regional name? Uh, I don't bug? think so. <laughs> oh, God. Have you never, oh, have you never experienced a potato bug? I know. That's so awful. Okay. Yeah. It's terrible. Oh, my. Fuck. Wait, unless I. Oh, God. No, yeah. No, it's definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Potato bugs. Because um, potato. That's, you know, anyways. Um, the whole, like, <laughs> letting, the anxiety of, about, like, no control over my life, that stuff. Um, I think I would, uh, I'm seeing, like, scale, which is, like, a, uh, a bug, an insect that plagues, like, houseplants a lot. And so I just know this because of my houseplants. And it's, like, this, like... Mm-hmm. It's like this bug that doesn't even look like a bug. It just looks like a little shell that creates like bumps. There's just like these bumpy shells oh. everywhere. I think I kind of know what you're talking about. Do you know what it's called? Scale. Oh, that's all it is. Okay. Yeah, Sorry, it's just called that. scale. And like, yeah, you know, you can you, you get rubbing alcohol, try to get off if it's like not too bad, but also like horticultural sprays i don't know you you gotta kill it you gotta you gotta alcohol it off (laughs) not meaning drinking alcohol let's not do that um but that's how i visualize it and then i would say the self-loathing thing and i too feel ugly most days (laughs) (laughs) fyi um ladies am i right (laughs) hello um I see as a straight up maggot. <laughs> a fat, Ew. juicy maggot. Like a Just... bear grills bite maggot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ooh, we need bear grills up in here to eat to my maggots. <laughs> Ooh, that's that's hot. <laughs> God. Anyways. God. Okay, we're done. We're, we're done, done with this. We're done. Dude, I have like a Google image page of scale bugs. Yeah. Like, and I was like, oh, that's not bad. But that's like the sort of thing where like the longer you look at them, the worse it gets. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, oh. yeah. And they're ter- oh, You can't get rid of. I've never the shivers, dude. I've never been able to successfully get rid of them. But that's not very promising. Um, but this summer's gonna be different. Like, hey, maybe like the the metaphor like the real life scale bugs like they're you know wicked but maybe you're gonna have better luck against your metaphorical scale bugs yeah yeah i think i could shed some definite scales this season hell yeah 
Yeah. Actually, wow. Like, I feel like I feel kind of like ready for summer. Like, okay, if summer, like, it's just about like killing bugs and like growing potatoes. Dude, let's just look at summer that way. Let's just like take one bug at a time and just kill it off, deal with it, get it out of there, and then just like plant a potato in its place. And that's just how we have to look at summer. Yeah. Summer, summer's the time to get to freaking work, dude. Dude. Like, we got some, gar- we have some serious gardening to do. We have some serious gardening. Unless you don't have sleeves, because it's too fucking hot outside. <laughs> okay, like, <laughs> pull out your sleeveless blouses, <laughs> or whatever your preferred gardening article of clothing is, and let's, let's get, let's get down to work. Which... I'm gonna I'm gonna segue. I'm gonna throw it down okay. and do the first segue Whoa. of the season and say that we've got some exciting stuff in store. Yeah, this season. we're excited to get back on it. You know, last season was a little hard for us, but we're ready to we're ready to do some work with all of you. Yeah. Um, I think one thing that we ought to address is that you know traditionally Tuesday has been our upload day. We're going to make a soft commitment to Thursday this time around and see yeah. how that works out for us. Um, but I think we're going to do kind of like a Jenna Marbles uh, method, yeah. if you're familiar, of like <laughs> Tuesday slash Thursday. Yeah. And it's just going to be a really exciting little surprise for you every week. You never know. It's yeah. surprise of the summer. It's the, it's a surprise to everyone, including us. We'll see what happens. <laughs> But um, yeah, so expect the unexpected. Um, we got a lot of hot themed episodes coming in your way. So get excited. Anything that you would like to add, Schlin, about what's in store for I, your summer? No, but I, I will agree. I'm excited. It is kind of making my summer so much less grim. So that's great. Yeah. Um, and um, it'll be, it's going to be a good one. I have a feeling it this time. Well, we always feel that. And yeah, last time was a little hard, but no, this is, it's, I'm ready. We took a, a yeah. good, good old break, refreshed for the summer. Summer, summer, summer. We're ready. Summertime and the living was easy. <laughs> It's going to be easy. Okay. Okay. Anyways. 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 That's it. Peace out. (laughs) We're excited to see you. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, Get your gardening clothes on, and we'll see you for the rest of the summer. Yahoo! You've been listening to Before the Fern Dies. We upload a new video. Fuck. Episode (laughs) every Tuesday. This show is hosted and created by Wendy Sigler and Ashlyn Higgerator. Yeah. Our cover art is by Wednesday Tran, who you can follow on Instagram at Whale Tran, W-H-A-L-E-T-R-A-N. Yeah, our theme music was made and performed by Harrison Lee. Thank you, baby, for listening to our show. We'll catch you next time.